Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I'm here with Mr. Tate Matthews as always. Tate, welcome back. It's time for 23-24 and another year of Sports Connection. Hey, this is a great week. It's 2023. We're back. Contracts got renewed, rolled over. It's the first week of high school football and the TSSAA sports seasons. It's Elvis week. I mean, two of the best things going. Uh, we've got volleyball hitting full tilt, golf, women's soccer. It's great. Tate, now usually I don't do this to start a show, but I'm going to start us off with the Joins Gym. Joins Gym, right off the bat. Since June 17th <laughs> of 2008, Sports Connection has been a reality. We are starting year 16, wow. and the very first Sports Connection, it was a solo effort, Ralph Ringstaff opened us up June 17th, 2008. We are the longest running show on WCTV, and Tate Matthews, you are the most hosted <laughs> host. I've seen two tenders. You're the, you're the hostess with the mostest in terms of times on here. Well, that's a heck of a compliment. It really is. We're, if we're the so, are we the Simpsons of WCTV? And if so, does that make me Homer? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe the clown, Krusty. <laughs> hey, but I tell you, we've come a long way. Go back and find that clip. Coach Ringstaff was up. I think that was probably the third floor. Uh, I think that's where it was back then in the. Uh, let's just say that the technology and the and the facility that we're in now is uh, a little bit nicer than it was. Now we we've got we've got to give Coach Ringstaff credit for getting this thing started. No doubt. But to have to do that solo, <laughs> I think if you go back and watch, you see the benefits of having a partner. Well, Would you it, agree. A hundred percent. It's just it just makes it easier. And then after that, we went to Coach Daniels. Coach Daniels. And his first episode was very similar. To Coach Ringstaff's first episode. And then you bring in this guy <laughs> named Jeremy Qualls. And I think we've talked about it. Newt, Newt used to be, I don't know, what would we call him, Creed, the, the executive producer? Uh, Newt was a little more conservative. Jerry, Jeremy comes in, bouncing <laughs> off the walls. I thought Newt was going to have a heart attack. Well, he does that. It almost a, ended then. He has a way of doing that to people. And we're sitting there. I, you, you've heard him tell it. Sometimes we got to get him on here. And he's sitting there. And the new, this first time Newt's ever met him. I mean, Jeremy's. It's 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 hundred <laughs> miles an hour. And he we get done. And he goes, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take this thing on the road. We're gonna do a game day <laughs> again. I think he might have had a. At least a panic attack. And Newt said, uh, we aren't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Correct. And then Jeremy said, okay, well, I'll figure it out. And he did, and he did figure it out. <laughs> Tate, let's just jump right in. Top right. stories. Yep. We had our uh, football media day annual on uh, July 31st at Mojo's Tacos in Franklin. want to thank Lance West for being there and the folks here at WCTV for live streaming that particular event. It's kind of our – I mean, that's a that's a sports connection version, not, not – obviously here in studio, but uh, that's really where we got it started. Uh, some changes we need to talk about, some classification changes in football. Now Region 6, 6A, not 7, 6A, 
I still got Brentwood, Franklin, Indy, Ravenwood, Summit. Centennial's out. You move in John Overton as number six. In 5A, Centennial drops down to 5A. Centennial, Nolensville, Page, Glencliff, Hillsboro, and a guy named James Lawson uh, who's competing in Region 6, 5A. Fairview still in the same league, but only five teams in that particular region now, Region 6, 3A. Now, listen, I think top to bottom, now you can't even argue this. 6, 6A, 6, 5A, the two strongest statewide. Agreed? 100%. No debate. I don't I don't think you'll even get any resistance on that from people from other counties. They know it. That's that, that, These are the, the two toughest in 6A and 5A. Now, you come out of that, and, and the other problem is they all have the same issues that getting non-region games is so tough. So, Well, I would tell the 5As, well, you can solve yours. Play the 6As. They're right there. They'll all play. And then that would obviously help our 6 which has been done if you look at the schedules. Uh, by the way, we'll talk about how the classifications have changed for our other fall sports next week. This one's going to be – uh, about football. Lots of exciting things going on in our other fall sports, too, yes. which we'll get right into. Uh, I think, uh, again, a little teaser. We took a dip. That's how, that's how good volleyball is here. We took a dip in volleyball last year, but I think we're back. Well, we're going to talk about a little bit of a dip in 6A football. I mean, when you go back and look – uh, at last year, so let's jump into that. If you look from last year, seven of nine teams make the playoffs. That's every year, right? That's what we can have. That's who makes it. Um, this year, obviously, it could be eight of nine mm-hmm. with five in one league, three in the other, one in three A. So we'll have eight, eight of the nine make it. Page runner up in five A for the second consecutive year, but here's some things that tell me it was a little off. And then we gotta, hey, we gotta speak the truth here, okay? We we. We call out the other play. We got. We just got to talk about the truth. 6A, down year in postseason. The furthest any of our teams made it, second round. That never happens. Never. The other thing that never happens, no semifinalist or finalist for Mr. Football. I, I think we could have made a case for several people in particular. You go back and look at Laden Grant, I thought for sure he'd be a semifinalist there for Fairview, but that rarely happens. And then no one's had a couple guys that I thought had a shot. Obviously, if Parson plays the whole season, he'll be in there. But if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. (laughs) So (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) And so we're here in the fall. It's not Christmas time. But we've got to – but I think we're going to turn it around this year. I've got faith in that. I also want to mention – uh, coaching change there with Coach Jamal Stewart coming over from East Nashville, replacing Matt Kreisky at Centennial High School. To me, this one's got a little bit more of a vibe. If you're talking about our year of having a typical Wilco post, in 5A we did. No one'sville Page, whoever won that quarterfinal was going to make it. Yeah. Page wins it, they make it to the end. Yes. They were both instant clack. Now, I've said a lot. Jump right in there, Tate. No, I think I think you're all of us right. I mean, it is what it is, but that's – that's just, uh, you know, that's that's the level of, especially in 6A football, that's, well, no, 5A too, and, and, and football being played in Williams County. So, yeah, it was a down year. Well, like you said, it is what it is. So reject passivity, right? That's what that's what the coaches um, 
Ignite greatness. That's what the coaches preach to the young boys. And it's, it, it is a lesson they need to learn. So, yes, I, I'm really excited about this year. The, the, that was a weird, that was a weird matchup in 6A with the, with the Memphis teams. And, you know, we, we need to go back and do the, do the research on that. But you're right. That I'm talking a decade or more that we haven't had somebody go past the second right. round, I, maybe two decades, you know? So yeah, I was down, but uh, I feel really good about uh, a lot of these teams um, going into the 2023 season. If you're sleeping on page, I think you're making a really big mistake. I think they're loaded. Um, and then, yeah, I, I mean, we, we, I think everybody's excited about what the coach Jamal Stewart Centennial Cougars are going to look like because it will be different. And I don't want to give it away, but the way they're going to look Friday night's going to be it's all it's it's all out. They're they're going all out. Game day is going to be there. The battle. Well, and you were talking about uh, these five A's. They can they can solve that scheduling by playing some of the six A's. Well, that's the very first game. Centennial. I think that that game had to happen, whether the coaches wanted it to or not. I don't think they didn't, but. But Centennial playing 6A Franklin, the Battle of Franklin, the first game uh, of his coaching career in Williamson County. That's a, I mean, at Centennial, they get no bigger than that. Game day is going to be there. Uh, the student bodies, you know, uh, Coach Webb got so amped up, he broke the the game day desk one year. And that wasn't an act. That wasn't a, that wasn't a work. That was a shoot. <laughs> Remember? Yes. It's great one. It pounded that table. So and and here's what I like about it. Last year, I'm at the uh baseball sectional. Centennial's hosting Green Hill. And the Centennial folks, I'm out there talking to Coach Moore, the AD and basketball coach, Coach Stewart, new football coach, Coach Glass is out there, Dr. Dyson's out there, and they're mentioning we open it up with game day here. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, they're going to turn it out. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. It is. Coach, uh, Dr. Dyson will have his – isn't that called a Kango, that, that hat? I think it's yes. – Or the Derby well, that's, hat. Well, that's the brand. Yeah. I love that hat. I like it when he wears it. I, who, hope, I hope he has that Who on. made that hat famous? He's a golfer. The Kango? I'm talking about the Kango. Oh, LL Cool J. Of course. Come on, man. But he wore a different style. That's right. You're thinking Payne Stewart, the golfer. Yes. Dr. D wears it facing forward. And it's it sweet. Look, it looks it's good. good. Look. He's got great style. Yes, he does. All right, let's do this. Let's handle it this way, Tate. We're going to start with our 6A teams. Okay. Okay, so let's just go through here. Uh, again, that's Overton's in the league uh, with our teams. Brentwood, Franklin, Indy, Ravenwood, Summit. Uh, we'll just start with Brentwood, who, Tate, you have gone out publicly and said, and because you're now <laughs> dead to Mimi. I've been cut out of the Hester will. You've been, you've been cut out. You've been, I don't know if you were in it, but you're definitely not in it now. because Mimi, you, <laughs> Mimi, you are now Mimi's favorite on this show. Thank you. When we do the picks later, I, <laughs> although you, we'll probably sit tight. We'll probably pick, probably pick similarly. Uh, I've said I think Ravenwood wins the region. Mimi, Miss Hester, uh, you have gone out and said Brentwood's going to win it. So we, that's how we're saying one-two, according to what we said in our media day uh, preview. But then it gets a little different. 
Franklin, we we think Overton's last, right? Yes. Okay. So Overton's six. We know Overton's last. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of Coach Broome, but yes, they're last. They last. Thanks for playing. Franklin Indy Summit. Now, I'm not going to let this slide because I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but you really made a pretty bold prediction. You said, I feel like Franklin's third in the region. I still feel that way. So let's talk about that a little okay. bit. Okay. Why do I feel that way? Yeah, go. Uh, okay. Well, I think Brentwood's going to be number one. Mm -hmm. You like the new quarterback? like the new quarterback. I feel like they've – it feels like Brentwood goes like on these two-year cycles where they have a really big senior class. This is one of them. They got a lot of good players uh, in, in this class that have been that have played a lot of snaps, um, and and we got us a new quarterback. He can spin it. Uh, he's been here longer to be able to uh, learn the system. You know, Brentwood has smart kids and. Uh, they have a pretty complicated system sometimes. Uh, they got a nice running back by committee. I like their lines. I just I, I, I feel like they're the most complete team in the region. Franklin, as you know, we've been talking about it. They've had guys that are these juniors, some of them started as a freshman. A lot of them played a lot of snaps as a freshman. They've played a lot of snaps as freshmen, sophomores. Yes, they've taken their lumps. But they've they've they're getting better, and now they're juniors. And I just feel like this is the year they got a lot of pieces put together. They got a quarterback that I think you can uh, 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 build around. He's a leader. I think they'll follow him in Brewer Wilson. Yep, we got we got um, we got <laughs> coach, uh, new offensive coordinator, uh, who I think is going to bring. I, th I think it's going to be a nice look on offense. So, yeah, I, I feel like they're third place. Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. Uh, you know something else? The Kerry Collins. The, the one. You know something else I like? And believe me, he's very capable of this. Coach Melton has been calling – he's been the coordinator, basically, uh, his two years as head coach. It, it's, it's Coach Webb this year. Donnie Webb, longtime head coach, Dr. Defense – I think that's smart on Coach Melton's part. Too. Not because he's not – I mean, he's a great defensive coordinator too. He's the head coach. He, he said, hey, look, there's probably been times where I'm worried about talking to the defense and maybe clock management or some other things I need to be doing, uh, maybe threw my focus off a little bit. I, I think it's a good move. I think it's a great move. I, I really do. Uh, not only because Coach Webb is capable, but I think that's the Coach Melton growing into that head coaching job because – Unlike basketball or some of the other sports, you can't talk to them all. You just can't do it. There's too many people out yeah. there. you got to talk to the different units. So as you and I have talked about a lot on this show, there's a head coach, but then there's the head coach of the offense and the head coach of the defense. There's really three head coaches in football. And you can say that about special teams too, right. but for sure you can say OD and then the, the ultimate head coach. That's right. Agreed. 100%. I mean, there, there is a game management aspect to being the head coach. And if I'm making corrections on the sideline when the defense comes off, I'm not watching the game. It's not possible. Right, at least for that short period of time. Right. Or I'm not going over and talking to the defense like I would be doing if I'm staying over there with them the entire time. So. And, 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 hey, there's some places that's a blessing of, of being here in Wilco, right? There are some places where you simply can't you, – you can't go get two coordinators to come work at your place 
that you trust to do that. So obviously you don't turn it over to just anybody. Right. But when you got a guy like Donnie Webb sitting there, yes, I think it's a great move. I think it'll free Coach Melton up. And let's be honest, uh, when it comes to defensive coordinators, you, you go all the way back and you ask people who's one of the coaches you don't like to see, and that's that's Coach Webb game planning. So, Tate, those are some convincing arguments, especially when you're talking about the size of Brentwood's senior class. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken now, Ravenwood's got 20-ish or less seniors on their roster. Sophomore class is really good for Ravenwood. Freshman class, really good for Ravenwood. Of course, yes. those guys aren't going to – help you on the varsity team. If they do, you're probably in trouble. In or six, they're eight. very special, which probably you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> but you, like, could, you could. I mean, there's been a few that have come But not there. a bunch of them. Right. Uh, but I'll say this. Of all the guys that attended Media Day, when I say I'm looking at those two that they brought and think, man, those are ballers, the Page guys, Ronan and really could bring anybody else. Right. Uh, of course, Eric Hazard didn't come either. He's awesome. And Ains and some other guys. Yes. But Carter Pace, a healthy Carter Pace. Jacob Thompson wearing number zero for Ravenwood. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going with Ravenwood one. Now, Brentwood's two, though, in my mind. But, again, you made a convincing argument, but I'm still going Ravenwood. Well, and, and Ravenwood's um – Early schedule is, I mean, just a cakewalk. Like a lot of, lot of, lot of snoozers there. Oh my gosh, they'd been better off being in the SEC West. But no, they're going to be fine. Hey, Coach Hester will tell you, Carter, Carter's back. Uh, when Carter's healthy, he's as he, he said he's as good as any running back in the in the not the mid state, the state of Tennessee. Uh, he feels that confident in him. And I agree. I mean, he's a, he's a heck of a player. So he he is a guy who can uh, he he might be the best player in the region. But I'll tell you this: I'm sure there's some um, we got to get healthier. But in the scrimmage the other night, we started six sophomores on defense. That's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But Coach Hester, like a, yeah, Coach but he Hester. hey. I, I promise you, he's not backing down, and and I think he likes this. He 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 wants Brentwood to be picked number one. They kind of want that under underdog role. Got three quarterbacks that are all kind of do things a little bit differently. So I don't think that thing's going to be, and it, may, it might not all year long, but uh, especially early on, expect to see a couple of different uh, tailback quarterbacks. Maybe expect to see two quarterbacks on the field at the same time. Maybe one of them at a different position. Oh. The old, we're going to get our best 11 on the field. Uh, I think you could see some of that pretty early on. So if you talk about the other three teams, I think we obviously agree on this. It's Brentwood, Ravenwood, or Ravenwood, Brentwood. Then you got Franklin, Indy, Summit fighting for the third and fourth playoff spots where you've said, Franklin, I'm going Indy uh, for that third spot. I like Katina, who's been a great player for them. Coach Stidham in year two, there tends to be a jump. Yes. In year two uh, with the coach, not because he didn't know what he's doing in year one. It's just it's a getting to know him and getting to know them kind of thing. And I think you're going to see some of that misdirection on offense. Like you're also going to see – how about that Indy Summit game? It's going to be great. It's going to be over in about uh, hour and 30 minutes, counting halftime. Keep your head on a swivel <laughs> or you're going to lose the ball. 
Uh, you know, uh, Roger Holmes, big wing T guys, you know, when I was at Beach, uh, I used to watch those games from up top. I was the PA guy for the Buccaneers for many years. You and, were very good at it. Uh, it's so fun to watch because you don't really know what's going on. It's it's and it, 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 and it team it these kinds of offenses, I think they're great equalizers. Agreed. Oh, of course. Look that's why the, you do it. Look at the military academies, what they've done right. for years. I mean, that's why you do it. And the other thing is the the biggest uh, advantage I think now uh, is you don't see it as much. You used to, you had ten games and you might see the wing tee seven or eight of them. Now. You know, Summit is the only one running the wing tee on most of these guys' schedules. I don't know who all their non-districts are. But but you, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to get ready for that in three days. It just is because it's such assignment football, such on the defensive side, right? And so then, I don't know for sure, but I, I have a sneaky suspicion that the triple option is being worked on uh, in the shadows down in Thompson Station. I've never personally seen it, but I've been told by people that I really respect. Coach Stidham knows that triple option as well. He knows it inside and out. By the way, I noticed that you had the captain's hat out a little early today. You must be anticipating. For the newbies, the the the, the captain hat and sunglasses uh, symbolizes is a symbol for a boat race. Now remember, they change boat race used to be thirty five points running clock. Okay, so we, we, we might need to have this discussion. They changed the running clock to 30 last year, which I think was a big mistake. I don't like it at all. So think about how many games where the clock's still running in the second half when it's 32 points, 33 points, whatever. But now when it gets to that 30, it's automatic running. So is a boat race on Sports Connection now 30 points or 35? I, I'll be honest. I, I'm going to defer to the captain. Okay, I think 35. <laughs> oh, we're going to keep it 35? Yeah, I don't like that. It's going to be Boat Race City for a lot. lot. It's your ship. Uh, Thank you. I love it. It's going to be awesome. Hey, uh, but but, but, so where are we going now? Well, I want to mention Summit. Don't leave Summit out. Uh, One thing I would say, they can miss direction and triple option and wing T or whatever they're doing. Uh, Hey, defenses, you might want to keep up with Dominic Hollis. He's probably going to end up with it a lot out there at Summit. And I'll say this. Coach Coleman, I can tell by talking to him, kind of gotten over last year. He had some younger guys playing. Now they're back. He's got some guys with a little bit more experience. I, I wouldn't be surprised three, four, five any way that it goes because it's going to be a play here or there. Yeah. I think we agree with that. Yes. I'm going Indy. I'm going Summit to be playoff teams. So you're going Ravenwood, Brentwood, Indy, Summit. Got it. Okay. I, I but saw, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Franklin third. I saw I Summit. I think it's that close. I saw Summit in a scrimmage. They're better this year. One, Dom's a he, – he's special, man. He's he's a guy that if he gets in space, he's gone. He's, he uh, he's a breakaway threat. Coach Coleman, this was the thing that jumped out to me. Coach Coleman said this offensive line, he did not say they're as physical as that as – that, Offensive line from three years ago because it wouldn't have been true. It wouldn't Come have on, been true. Uh, but he said this one is is similar to that. There, he sees them heading that way. So that's good because uh, that line was really really good. So uh, you you can tell they're a year um, they're a year stronger. They look bigger. They're older. They're, they they lost everybody right. So 
Um, I'm telling you, what I saw, they look good. They're going to be a tough out. Let's talk 5A. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this. So you've got Centennial, 8-3 and three in 6A last year, and a lot of those folks are back, including Tanner Lee and Dominic Reed. Uh, pretty good one-two punch there from those two guys. Uh, no one'sville lost the most. I do like their QB and Ty Collins. He's looked good yep. uh, at times. Uh, when he looked the workout, he looked real good, I thought. Yeah, he's spinning, looking good in seven on seven. Still. Spinning it out there. And then Paige, obviously you've got O'Connell and Jonathan Palmer, who did great at Media Day. Uh, their new QB, uh, Eric Hazard, who's getting a lot – he's getting a lot of pub uh, for next-level kinds of things as a junior. you got Ains coming back. I mean, they've got a lot of folks that are back. Uh, you have a minimum of three Power Five guys. Minimum. 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 So maybe three SEC guys. Do we agree Hillsboro's top four too? Right. That's the top four. Uh, yes. Okay. So we're saying they're the four. You, you Hillsboro, not Hillwood, right? Hillsboro. I didn't say Hillwood, did I? I know. Okay. You mean John Lawson? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I'm going to say, just because they're not us, of those four, you got Hillsboro fourth. I'm saying Page, Centennial, Nowensville, Hillsboro. Is that close to what you're doing? Yes. Page, Centennial, Nowensville, Hillsboro. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, so, think, I think Nowensville. So there's nothing to talk about. Well, there is and there isn't. Uh, I mean, how far can these guys go in, in the first round? Uh, you know, if I'm if I'm Tanner Lee or Dominic Reed at Centennial, I'm super excited because uh, if if you if you kept up with East Nashville when Coach Stewart was there, everybody knows that they were, you know, they were wide open, pedal to the metal, high scoring, tons of offense, fun to watch. But the other thing, and I think when you're in a place like East Nashville and 3A things like that. I think you have to do this. So I think he did an unbelievable job of it. But um, it's, DP was like this. Like, you know, some a lot of coaches, they have their traditional, this is our offense, these are our positions. Coach Stewart does a great job of, I, I'm going to find a way to get my the football in my playmaker's hands. If that means he's a receiver, a running back, a quarterback, I'm, <laughs> I am willing to move him around to find ways to get him the ball. And I would think that Tanner Lee and Dominic Reed would be those kind of guys. I think they're going to have huge years. I love the thought of that because even when you're a little kid and you're out playing sports in the backyard, who gets it? The dudes. That's right. <laughs> Our guy's better than their guy. <laughs> hey, let's get it to him somehow. But, but, but you know, I think, uh, I think Nolensville is always so sound. Uh, they're younger. They lost – I mean, golly, they lost three Power Five guys, right? They did. They? Yeah. So – but I'm just telling you – you don't just line up and run over no one's goal. Well, they're going to play good defense. They're going to play good defense. They're going to be sound on offense. they got a good quarterback. Uh, so, I, I think Paige is up here, and I'm picking Centennial, but I think the rest of them are uh, – don't, don't be surprised if no one's going to do and, I, and I'm going to say this. I think Paige, for the third straight year, put place for a title. I do too. Man, I hope they get it. I, they could. I mean, that was a really – they've run into a couple of – Buzz saws. They did. You know, so, but yeah, I th and you're talking about, hey, uh, you mentioned O'Connell and you mentioned Palmer at quarterback and you mentioned uh, Ains and, and uh, Hazard. Let me tell you something, man. Coach Rathbone, and you know, he don't, he's not a, 
He's not talking just to talk. You get him on Weebush, he loves that. He loves, he loves Weebush. His son, Jake Rathbone, I mean, he's a nasty off, he's a physical offensive lineman. They got, they, they just have players. They do. They do. And they're going to have a new look out there. And also with Ravenwood, those new score vision boards are going to look great. That's game changing, really. Look forward to seeing those too. Hey, uh, Fairview, last team we hadn't talked about, one of the youngest teams that Coach Hughes has had and sometimes are eight and four last year. For the second straight year, they lose to Smith County to end their season last year in the second round. I, I looked at their roster uh, in the media guide. I think it's like 10 seniors. It's a young team. It's in a lot of freshmen, sophomores on there. They do have Will, w Wendell Billingsley. Yes. Who's, Stud. who's got an offer from Air Force, which I thought was pretty darn cool. Um, a five-team league, I'll say this, even though it may not be what you're tip, you typically see with Fairview, uh, they'll be in the playoffs. Yes. They'll be, they'll be in the playoffs for sure. They got a young quarterback in Jax McCoy. Who's an athlete. He's an athlete. He's just he, – that's a, the only, he's just young. That's it. We need, we need stats. We need snaps. We need experience. He'll get better as the year goes on. And he's a kid that can – he can make things happen. So, I'm, I think, you know, Coach Hughes kind of likes that, right? He's, he's not running the wing team. Uh, no, he, he will not be doing that. Tate, we're starting, as you mentioned, game day, Battle of Franklin this Friday. Franklin visits Centennial. We're excited about that. Now, look, uh, for a lot of different reasons, I want to be quick on this. A review of the Pickums, which uh, I think we've officially kept the score since I've been the AD. This is year five. Uh, you've won every year, including last year. Uh, a review in last place, the fans, 62 and <laughs> that 20. That surprises it, me. It, it did. It did me too. 62 and 22, Dr. Qualls, 63 and 21. Uh, I was 65 and 19. You were 70 and 14. That thing was over with about three weeks left. It's a new year. It's a new day. Fans, what is not new is this. Every Friday. Participate. Go to WCSCO Athletics. That's WCSCO Athletics to participate in our weekly Pick them. So, week one, I got to get off to a good start. I'm going to make the first pick, Tate. Okay. Brentwood at Blackman. Coach Kreisky is the head coach of Blackman now. He is. They know each other well. They do. Coach Kreisky, we love you. Not as much as we used to. You're 0-1. Brentwood rolls in, takes care of business. It's on TV, too, Friday Night Lights. Is it and Friday every, Night Rivals. And everybody gets to watch it. Everybody gets to watch it. Who uh, you picking? I'm going with Brentwood. Uh, I, I love Coach Kreisky, but your first game in the Inferno uh, is going to be the Flames are going to be doused. The Bruins are going to come in and put out the fire. Uh, they they get off the season one and zero. I think it's big for them, and uh, they go in they go on the road and beat Blackman. Fairview has traditionally started the season in the Battle of Eight Forty. Not quite that opponent this year. To start the year, Tate, <laughs> they, but, go, they go to East Hickman. Which the, the, the address, the town is what? Coach Wild and Coach Qualls talk about it a lot. Bonacqua, bon Centerville. Bonacqua. <laughs> uh, hey, going to Bonacqua. <laughs> this is Boat Race City. Coach Hughes starts the year off like Kid Rock on his 40-foot Donzi, man. This is this one's this one's ugly. The young, the baby jackets with yeah. the blowout to start the blowout. season. Who you got? That was a jet. Fairview. Uh, my next pick. I hate to do this. Uh, I respect them for the scheduling. Again, the offense is different. I think they're going to maybe not look as 
as great early on. Uh, I think they'll be ready for week two, though, when they play Page. Independence at Oakland, I hate to do it, but sorry, Andy. Oakland. Wow. The last AD would have never picked him. No, but he would have lost that game, too, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, I hope I lose, but I, told, I, don't, I don't think so. I told Coach Stidham. I'll, by the way, I know you do, too. Love Coach, Coach Stidham's been such a great addition. He's got a great – he's funny. He's got a great sense of humor once you – you know, he's kind of in the background kind of guy, right? But he's, he's really funny. But so he got CPA off the schedule. He said, you know, I just don't want to open up with them. I got to get them off schedule. <laughs> and I saw it. I said, hey, man, <laughs> Oakland? Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I hate to say it, but the three time defending state champion wins this game. So, right now, so far, I'd be tied with you no matter what. That's right. You're the next pick Nolansville versus Rockvale. I, I do not like this matchup. Uh, for Nolansville this year. If it was any other year, this wouldn't bother me. Uh, Rockville's a 6A team. They've got a lot of guys coming back. They were pretty competitive last year, and then they just got decimated with injuries second half of the season. So uh, if this game was later on in the year, I'd pick it differently, but I'm going Rockville. The Rockville Rockets. I'm going Nolansville. Of course you are. I love it. And here comes separation. Here comes. One way or the other. Page, Giles County. Uh, it's, Giles County's tough. You're dang right. At Giles County, it won't be enough. Page. Get ready to see every formation under the sun. I don't know how they get all these in, but you're going to see it all. But Page is just too dang good. And I think these guys, I think this team has an attitude. About, I don't think, I know this team's got an attitude about them. I think this defense is going to be really special. The Page Patriots. Tate, your pick, Ravenwood hosts Alcoa. Oh, man, this is tough. But the eight-time defending state champion, they're like, they're like a Wilco, man. They're not, they're gonna be, they're gonna be well coached. They're not gonna beat themselves. And they got some players. I think Coach Nix is one of the really good coaches out there. Coach Hester would tell you the same thing. So the the tornado, the tornadoes of Alcoa. Sorry, Miss Hester. I'm going to begrudgingly agree. Alcoa. Summit at Spring Hill. I think we're probably pretty consistent on this one. This is a boat race. <laughs> Summit starts off 1-0, big win. <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain. Coach, Coach will be uh, – he'll be uh, – what is that, the duck? He'll be rolling down the duck river. This one's going to get bloody. Yeah, I agree. And then our final one, I want you to pick first. I set this up so well, So you've been talking, Franklin, big. Yep. But you've talked Centennial, too. I think it's been three years since the Admirals have won, correct? That's right. It has been. Yep. Uh, Centennial, Franklin. It's at Centennial. It's at Centennial. First game for Coach Stewart. Your third place, Admirals in 6A. I know where you're, you're doing. A. I remember what I said. <laughs> Centennial's not in the region. True. Are you done? I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to go where you think I am um, because I think Franklin, it's the first game of the season. Again, we've got some guys that have played a lot of games. They haven't beat them in three years. This is big. It's important. And I think the crowd is going to be uh, – I think the crowd is going to be lights out at Centennial. It's going to be packed. Game day is going to be there. Co uh, uh, Dr. Qualls is going to be there. 
uh, with his Bring the Juice t-shirts. There's a rumor that there's a there's a twist coming this year. He is going to be if if ten is is all the way up, he's going to be on about level fifteen, sixteen. Uh, this is a new look. They're still getting to know each other. It's oh, pretty much the entire staff is new. I'm going with the Admirals. Oh, Brewer Wilson's going to have a big game. It's going to come down to turnovers. But I think Franklin's. I think Franklin's going to win the turnover battle. I'm going the Admirals. So we got we got a little separation. Oh, I'm, I think you're picking Centennial. I am picking Centennial, yeah. and here's here, so I, I love this. So it could, yeah, even could be a two game swing. Uh, listen for all those out there that still try to claim that I'm a Franklin Homer. They don't watch the show if they do. It's not, and you know, I, I love Franklin. Obviously, spent three years there. But uh, I think this is going to be tight, too. I, again, I could see this going either way. I think home is going to matter uh, in this particular game, not because the crowd size is any different. I just think being at home is the difference. If this game were at Franklin, I might pick it differently. Might not, but I might. I'm going Centennial. I can't wait to see who the – okay, this is good. So, so it's – well, I mean, the fans and the – depending on what – Fans and uh, well, I know who Dr. Qualls is going to be. <laughs> oh, you, I can tell you all these. I don't know, man. He he swore he would never pick against the visor, so I'm interested to see what his pick is. We'll see. But he could he could end up. I don't know. This this tough. There, there's only there's only three no brainers on this, right? I mean, I think Blackman Brentwood's a no-brainer, but they, and then they're going to they, have to show up. Well, if it, you know, they beat them last year, two years ago, they would have beat them, but they turned the ball over eight times. If they do that again, yeah, we got a problem. I don't think they will, but Fairview Summit no-brainers, no-brainers, man. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Tate, great to be back. Appreciate you being here for year sixteen of the show. I need to go back and see how many this is for me, but yeah, I think it's ten. But. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be back. Thanks for letting me be I cannot. We'll be talking results next year. Uh, Friday, night li- uh, Friday Night Rivals is going to be Friday night, the Brentwood-Blackman game. So if you can't go to that one, tape it. You can go back and watch it. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you at game day. Always good, good to be game. with you. There's, there's some new – Just you need to be there. There's some, there's some twists this year, right? It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.